to episode 52 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I am your host, Dave Ginsberg, and my guest this week, returning guest, is Allison Sheridan from the Podfeed Rosella Cast podcast. How are you doing, Allison? I'm doing good. I changed my own title up there. I messed you up. Yeah. Podfeet podcast. Podfeet. I meant to, I meant to say Podfeet. No silicast. Uh, uh, all that great stuff over there on on uh, Podfeet.com is a website, and uh, all the uh, and you're in the Silicast podcast every week. Uh, I, I enjoy uh, being in your chat room and and watching you as you record and uh, all the great the community that you have uh, with your you know, solo castaways and uh, so much fun, so much fun. I love is. the live show. It is a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So I, I I join whenever I can. I think I'm here most weeks, but yeah, you know, you've been pretty good. I'll try to anyway. So anyway, we got a couple of some good topics this week. I think uh, a couple of new stories we'll hit. We always talk about the news, and then uh, I thought uh, we would talk a little bit about Siri and some of the basics what Siri does, uh, and we'll have some good conversation about that uh, and uh, some accessibility features of iOS. There's a lot of things some people don't even know that you can do uh, with some of the accessibility that may be good for everybody, not necessarily somebody who has vision impairment or or hearing impairment and, and such. So. Good, good topics for this week, but uh, let's uh, go ahead and we'll just dig right into some of the uh, news that I ca- caught my eye this week. Um, iOS 12, this is on Mac Rumors. iOS 12 is now installed on 83% of all devices from the last four years. I was uh, pretty impressed to see that and actually at all, not at all surprised because uh, you look over at Android and, and how that changes like every five seconds, I think, um, uh, that, that they don't tend to have uh, that much of a success rate of getting some of the newer OSs installed. What did you think? Uh, yeah, it's really a shame because um, I mean, the newest Android operating system is really good. And yet the, the carriers uh, being able to control when it gets on the devices really, really hamper, hampers Android. I don't think that's necessarily sure Google's fault. It, well, it's Google's fault for not strong arming them so many years ago, but, and, and we have the benefit of Steve Jobs strong arming the carriers. <laughs> Um, but it's it's really unfortunate, and so many devices can't get security updates, which is makes it even scarier. But uh, uh, they're doing a lot better at keeping their OS upgrades going. Um, I'm I'm curious. Do you by any chance know how that 83 percent uh, over the last four years worth of devices how that compares to previous uh, OSs like iOS 11 at this stage? Was it more or less? I- you know. I did not do any research on that. I know you you always going to get me on some research of previous. <laughs> Items, you're, I, I always should know that, and that's not that's not a problem. Yes, I guess what question I, I would think to ask. That, that's what I like about you, Allison. Uh, and among, among other many things, uh, I have I, I have a feeling it was pretty close at this point in time. I mean, I can't I can't give you exact raw numbers, but um, uh, but it, it was uh, it was it was it was pretty close uh, at this point because you have uh, right now you only have twelve percent left uh, iOS eleven, and there's still eight percent people out there still running things below that probably more so primarily because they have old devices that can't run anything higher than iOS 10. Yeah, I wonder. Um, let's see, there's an Apple Insider article from September that said iOS 11 reached 85% ahead of iOS 12. Um, but on the other hand, the rate of, of adoption is actually, it looks like it's going up fairly quickly on iOS 12 because in uh, December, iOS 12 was at 70% and now it's at 83. Then again, I... I that 70% might be 70% of all devices. And if you take it down to, well, how about the last four years worth of devices? Yeah. And it's a pretty good job. They say lies, lies, and statistics. (laughs) That's right. Uh, And uh, 
and of course, uh, this iOS 12 was just released in September. So, you know, you're talking about five for five months. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that is. Uh, so, but things will start shifting pretty soon here. We'll be talking about here in your podcast and everywhere else uh, about uh, the shift to iOS 13, Lucky 13. Do you think uh, they'll call it iOS 13? I would, oh, I would wonder because that's kind of an unlucky number, don't you think? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've, never seen, I've never seen Apple skip a number on their operating systems. At least no, they but they they did skip the iPhone nine. That's true. They did it there in was the fall. No t- there was no nine, right? They went from eight to ten. You're right. Yeah, so and I think um, was oh, there was something else because I remember I think Linux and Windows both skipped yeah. nine. Right. Yep. So well, Windows something about the number nine. Windows went from eight to ten. So yeah, and, and actually Linux did too. Did we have a yeah? We had a, did we have a Mac OS nine? Yeah, OS nine. OS nine, yes. Yeah, yeah, we did. OS ten, and then it went. It's been going from one ten dot one all the way to fourteen. So did we have a ten dot nine? We did. That was Mavericks. Like, oh, look at you! Oh, now now he's on his game again. <laughs> uh, yes we did and then 13 was a uh, high sierra so so we did have a lucky 13 for high sierra and it was it wasn't that bad so yep. uh, other story caught my eye and, and uh I, I was interested in this i think uh a lot of changing is going to be happening with subscribers and subscriptions to uh applications uh in the app store uh Apple's detailed how iOS, macOS, and tvOS app developers will soon be able to offer discounted subscriptions to past subscribers to, intent, to attempt to win them back. So, you know, you always see these all the time online. I get emails all the time. I'm sure you do as well when you, when you buy something and you decide uh, you're done with it. And then all of a sudden, hey, well, we'll let you, if you come back right now, you'll get 50% off. So now you're going to start seeing these, uh, these pop-ups in, in the apps that if you want you to come back and explore what they want. What so you, what I have... I have a question about this. I do not understand how this is going to work at all. So in with uh, the App Store, Apple doesn't let the developers know who the customers are. Right. So let's say I'm a customer, but now I am no longer using the software and the developer doesn't know I was a customer. How is she going to send me a notification telling me that I can get a discount for coming back if she doesn't know who I am? Yeah. How does, this seems like an, an an empty deal. Like it's really cool, except you don't give me the information to be able to find these people who are no longer customers. Yeah, and I'm I have a feeling it, it, the way it works is is um, they see when you've uh, canceled your subscription in the App Store, and Apple may be driving this. No, Apple knows that. Yeah, they know. But that, how right? does the developer know? That's a that's the thing. I don't. I don't know. Oh, right you might there. be onto something. Maybe maybe the developer. So I, I stopped using. Uh, I stopped using the app. The uh, Then the developer puts in this thing saying, hey, we'll give 30% off to people who come back. Apple could then flip a switch that sends it to those people who used to be uh, subscribers. And they, Maybe. and they know. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Apple knows, but it would have to be Apple sending out that information because the developer simply can't unless you've agreed to give them your address or something. Yeah, there's no mention of that in this article on Mac, Mac Rumors. And yeah, It's the, kind of an empty offer, if not, right? It's kind of interesting to see um, where would they would go with that, but uh, the uh, uh, it's I mean it's a good thing you know getting developers to get more active. I know developers are changing a lot of their, of their apps, you know, because a lot of a lot of apps are changing to the uh, 
no more freemium. They want to, they want no more free apps anymore. They want, they want to have subscriptions. And that's where I think where a lot of this is going. I mean, a lot of app developers have said that uh, they make a lot more money doing the subscription format versus just selling it for free. And then they have to spend the time. It's more costly, more time to keep the maintenance on the, the free apps than it does you know, with a subscription based app. I'm sure yeah. that. So, I mean, yeah, as that, much that, as we hate subscriptions, we also want to pay them. It's such a conflict. I believe that that uh, discussion has been had a few times. Yeah, it has. It has. So, um, but uh, yeah, check that out. It's uh, interesting to see how, where things are going with uh, with apps and, and the subscriptions and such. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff. So, so let's, um, let's move on. We can talk a little bit about uh, Siri and, uh, and, and we all know what Siri can do. And I think a lot of people, including you, Allison, I'm sure you use, do you use, do you use Siri a lot or do a little bit? Maybe I some? do for some very specific things. Okay. Well, what, what do you specifically use it for? I am a big fan of making reminders for myself. Uh, I do a lot of uh, exercise. I'm running, I'm walking, and I just flip up my uh, my watch and I say, hey, uh, hey, S lady. And uh, and I tell her, you know, remind me to blah, blah, blah at 3 p.m. on Tuesday or right. when I get home. Uh, I do the geofencing stuff a little bit, but it's it tends to be like the next day when I come home, it'll tell me. So I tend more to just go, okay, I'll probably be home with two. Let me get reminded at three. But that's probably the single biggest thing I use it for. Um, okay. For a while, I was using Siri a lot for um, setting workouts. So mm-hmm. you can you can go into your watch. You can tap on the workout icon. You can say, okay, I want to start a 30-minute outdoor walk. Or you can lift your wrist yeah. and say, hey, hey, S lady, start a 30-minute outdoor walk. And if you say it correctly, she starts it up and you don't have to do all the tap, tap, tap. So... Um, I, I do use that from time to time. I've started finding it faster to, now that it shows your previous workouts. So I do, I do a walk, a run, an elliptical, and a weight lift. And so they're all right there and they're all set for the time that I normally do them. So I can just tap them. So it's gotten a little more convenient to do without Siri. Yeah. Um, kind of a bit, a bit of a background on Siri. I can't believe it's been, it's been what now, eight years since, uh, since Siri was introduced. Since Apple bottom? Really? Yeah, 2011 was the first time that the uh, the iPhone had it, and that, and and they still support it on a majority of older devices, even the 4S, which is no longer supported. Um, huh. It's 4S or later, and then you have the iPad 3 or later. So yeah, they they put the the, the two older iPads to to pasture, um, and the one or I don't think the one or two ever had Siri because they were the older ones. Well, the two was around the iPad two, um, and then of course Macs. So you can do it on the Mac, which uh, I don't. Have you do you use it much on the Mac? I, I don't. I, don't I use either. it all the time because I have Touch Bar and I keep bumping that yeah. darn Siri button. That's how I. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I, I don't really think I I, I. I might end up using it if I didn't have the watch. But to me, mm-hmm. why would I use it on my phone? Why would I use it on my iPad? Why would I use it on my Mac? My watch is always there, so I have yeah. a default way of getting to it that that works really well. And, and I swear, dictation is better on the watch than it is on the phone. Dictation on the phone is better than it is on the Mac, which yeah. makes no sense whatsoever from a processing standpoint, but it's better. It so it the doesn't. watch is the way to get to it uh, is a lot easier. But of course, all my devices light up and then they go, oh, sorry, never mind. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say the Apple watch is awesome. I mean, it, it has such amazing accuracy it picks up very well. Um, and then the, the home pods, do you have a home pod? I wasn't sure if you do. I do. That. I do. Okay. I don't know why, but I do. Um, <laughs> I have two. <laughs> I don't know if your audience knows, but I don't listen to music, but uh, I'll play a little bit. 
That's why I was and, asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, and it is great for that since it's not like you're going to type to it, right? <laughs> so it does, the dictation does work uh, pretty well on there. And one of the jokes I like to make about Siri is they have made a lot of advancements in Siri in the HomePod because now it accidentally hears things just like the Amazon Echo. Where right. before it didn't accidentally hear you when you weren't talking to it, and Amazon Echo could do that. So now, right. the HomePod yeah. can do it too. Well, I mean, the HomePod's been driving me crazy too because I mean, I, I just actually turned it off here for the purposes of this show, so it doesn't go. I'm not. I'm not going to say that 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 phrase. The page. Just call her S Lady. S Lady. Dave um, Duganzik of Smarter Home Life started that. Yeah. He says it's A A A Lady, hey, S Lady, G Lady. That's all you do. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm finding when I do use that, uh, Hey, Hey, Hey lady. Um, of course it battles to which, which devices and if especially I got an iPad, iPhone and HomePod right next to me here. Uh, the HomePod always wins, uh, when you have it on. So I guess to a point where, you know That's what, I'm a, do you have a watch or no? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a watch too. So I have it all. So and, in uh, theory, the one you pick up is supposed to be the one that wins. So if you picked up your phone and set it, they should all light up, but then the phone should get it. And the, in the same way, in theory, if you use your wrist, it's supposed to. But I don't know that it always works. It doesn't. No, because I've, I've said, hey, hey, S lady, on my phone, I would, I would go right. You see, you, you see me putting it right to my face, and I would do it. And it's still the home pod would win, <laughs> whatever you say it. So, uh, but, it's, see, but, the problem is the microphones on the home pod are probably that much better than everything else. Maybe 100%. you should learn to take dictation. <laughs> That's right. Um, so uh, yeah, but but uh, so, so be aware of that when it, with with Siri when you when you are using uh, using it. Uh, the Apple TV, I don't, I don't use it much on the Apple TV. I I do use it when I'm you know I'm, I use actually the dictation part of it for my password. Or you have to type that, or you know of course now you have the remote where you can type it in on your iPhone. Um, but uh, even when you're asking and searching for something on on Apple TV, it seems to work really well through the remote. Yeah, I. I I don't understand why anybody complains about the remote on the Apple TV. I no. love the remote on the Apple TV. I don't ever want to type a password ever, 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 ever again. What's that? Yeah. But this thing rocks. I got it in my yeah. Head. It's the only thing you need to do is go get yourself a little $9 rubbery cover from, uh, from Amazon. Uh, they, they make it so it doesn't slide through the cracks in the, in the couch quite as easily. That's this its main job. I'm, <laughs> Nothing designed to go into the into the side of your couch, right? This goes MIA all the time. I have yep. one up here in my office, and I also have one down in our down in our uh, family room area where the TV is. And the, yeah, yeah it, check out these it, little they're like little rubber gasket kind of covers. They work really well. They 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 just make it a little bit uh, less slick. But uh, yeah, I definitely use it for that. I use it for uh, go back fifteen seconds, go back thirty seconds, which doesn't appear to be standardized in the content. Yeah. We've noticed where we'll say go back 15 seconds and it's like a whole minute on one show and it's four seconds on another show. So, but it's a guideline. But I don't know if you know, one of my favorite things on that is you could say, what did he say or what did she say? And it'll rewind a little bit and put on the subtitles to show you what the person said briefly. And then the, sub, the subtitles will fade away. And maybe, maybe that's because I'm old, but I need me the subtitles sometimes. I can't hear the TV. I, I I put subtitles on. Sometimes you want to you want it on just so you can understand what they're saying more so than hearing what they're saying. Yeah, um, yeah. There's that. Oh, Game of Thrones on well, all the time because now yeah, that's the only way I know anybody's name is I've at least read it. I've got a chance of remembering. So you you, you like it, you like Game of Thrones? 
I love Game of Thrones. I really, really, really didn't want to watch it. Did not want to watch it. Didn't want to see it. My daughter talked me into it. Okay, because I I haven't been talked into it yet. I bet maybe I and my arm is gonna have to get twisted. My my wife just oh. keeps telling me gotta watch Game of Thrones. Oh, so it's has so she already seen it? Oh, she loves it. She's oh, obsessed. yeah, it's, She's it's every episode. <laughs> I, the thing I had trouble with was I really sorry don't like Lord of the Rings. Didn't like it, and uh, my daughter's trying to convince me to watch it, and I I watch. Uh, Game of Thrones. And I said, I said, it's Lord of the Rings. She goes, no, it isn't. It's nothing like Lord of the Rings. I said, well, wait a minute. Is it a bunch of smelly people that clearly have not brushed their teeth since like the <laughs> century BC? Oh well, yeah. Okay. Are there like uh, dwarves and, and, and wizards and, and, uh, and, and uh, elves and things in it? Well, yeah. <laughs> so there's magic, there's uh, dragons. Yeah, there's dragons. How is this not Game of Thrones? Totally. Yeah, exactly. not. I mean, how is it not uh, uh, Lord of the Rings? Anyway, I got off a little tangent there, but uh, I, I, you, you got me. That's my fault, but that's okay. That's what's All fun right, about our, our great show here. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, the Apple TV is the 4K and the fourth gen both work with Siri, which is great. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the, Apple's got a lot of good things covered uh, with their devices. Now, uh, some you, of the you things want to know that, a little trick you oh, may not know yeah, about the remote. Um, I only found this out a little while ago. Um trying to think who I learned it from. Um, I'll, 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 it'll come to me. We all learn. If you have a TV that has what is it's called arc, something like that. It's, it's part of the way the connection is done to HDMI. You can mm, press yeah. the little TV icon and hold it and up on screen, it'll say sleep and you flip up on the uh, trackpad, you hit sleep and it shuts everything off. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, I, I think you have to have that arc enabled whatever it is. I, it's some HDMI thing. I forget the name of it. Actually, that was driving me crazy because every time I would, I would, uh, I would turn it on, it would, it would switch modes when the, when, cause you know, the Apple TV would go to sleep, but then when it come back, when it would come back, cause I have a, a home theater receiver, uh-huh. it would, receiver it would switch automatically to the stream and I said wait I don't want to do that I'm still watching TV and oh yeah, time- yeah yeah so you definitely have the capability of doing it yes. if that annoying thing happens where you uh, will be watching yes. TiVo and then I, I grab the wrong remote and all of a sudden we aren't watching TV TiVo anymore the Apple TV is is yeah. uh, king or queen yeah. she yeah. should be exactly. better than all the others but uh yes good good to you'll, good you'll have to, to try that 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 technically yeah. counts as in touch with iOS right it does because I cover Apple Apple TV tips too. Absolutely. We don't, we don't cover Apple TV enough. I mean, maybe a whole show on just Apple TV, right? There we go. Yeah. Like, like how to put things in folders, how to delete apps. Yeah. At least half a show, <laughs> but yes, the yeah, apps are, could do a whole one. Yeah. That's a good topic. I got you. You're you giving me topics for next time. Uh, hello. Uh, so a uh, little few of the basics of Siri I wanted to talk about um, uh, changing Siri's voice and language. I, 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 do you ever play with that much at all? I don't. And why don't you describe it first and how to do it? Because I have yeah. a reason why I don't. You go into, when you go into settings, you go in the settings app and then you go into um, Siri and search. If you go down below there, there's the ask Siri settings. Um, down below there, you can change the language. Um, so if you tap the language, of course, we are in the United States. So we have it set to English, United States. But you can change it to different types of English if you want to. And it goes Actually, all the way technically, from- it says American is it say American? It doesn't I said, say U.S. It says American. No, because I'm looking in here. It says English, United States, English, United Kingdom, English. Mine Africa. says English, United States. But th- oh, wait a minute. Wait, what did I go into? Oh, I'm sorry. I was in Siri voice, not oh. language. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I went and I tapped into language, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm, yeah, when I'm tapping in that, so you can change to different languages, you know, all the way from Arabic down to uh, Turkish, if you really want to. Uh, but of course, many of us who listen to this show is English. So you even have the Irish, you have India, you have Canada. So there's all kinds of different languages you could change to. Um, so that's the language in which it's listening, not listen. talking, correct? So it, so it, yes, if it's listening. So it, so if you're talking in that language, it, it helps it, uh, I would think. Um, and, uh, uh, but let's keep New Zealand's not in there. Yeah, you're right. It's Australia. I guess they're combining the two. Oh. You know, New Zealand always gets forgotten. You know that, right? A, you're going to get a bunch of uh, hate mail. For, oh, wait a minute. It is under English. Never mind. English, New Zealand. Is it, oh, there it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, New Zealand. We love you, New Zealand. We love you. <laughs> and we, we know you're forgotten, but you're not. You're a beautiful country. Uh, so... Uh, uh, so that's the language part of it, but uh, yeah, you you tap right into the Siri voice, and that's that's the kind of fun accents you can play with. And some, you know, I think my my wife has the male gender on her, but I, I have she the likes to boss the boys around. She, she, she likes, and then she has the British, I believe, set as well. So I hear the I always hear the British accent when she's asking asking Siri for for help. But you have different in in the English, you have uh, five different accents, including American, Australian, British, Irish, and South African. So, so, so you, you can't. I understood there was a there were repercussions, and I don't remember whether it was on what she listens to or the way she speaks or he speaks in that case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought there were repercussions that, it, like, if you changed it to British, there was there was things it wouldn't be able to do. Uh, sometimes I think because of the accent, it may not. Uh, or I'm, I'm not. Sure, I don't recall if it has anything. Specific. Yeah, but it was it was some actual things. Um, uh, someone in my Slack group, and I'll try to bring up who it was. I may not be able to get it fast enough. Posted a funny thing. If you have uh, Siri do voice to text on uh, 000001, 002, 003 on up to 10, when she gets to 007, if it's set to an American English voice, she says 007. Oh, but if she's any other voice, she says 007. <laughs> was it 007 British anyway? I thought it was. So anyway, anyway, there, um, see, there are repercussions. There are, um, and um, and of course, in the in this, these exact places we are right now in the settings, when uh, it has voice, voice voice feedback, there's three options to change oh, that. Sorry, really quick, it was Don Moeller who posted that in my Slack. Group. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll give him credit. As credit is due. Um, the um, the voice feedback is the next selection that's in here and the settings that we were looking at. And you have choices on the feedback where, whether it be always on control with ring switch or hands free only. Um, what does that only, whole section mean? Feedback about what? Siri will provide voice feedback even when your ring switch is set to silent. So, so if you have, if, if like, if you have, if you're, because usually you have the ring switch set to some, some people have ring switch is set to silent during the day. Yeah. When you're working. Um, it looks like it, it does have the feedback where you can, it'll still always be on. So you'll get, you could ask her um, something, but it it won't necessarily play. I mean, when you have when it's so all, I understand. Always on. So if I ask her, you know, how tall is Dave Ginsburg? <laughs> you're saying if I have if I don't have it set to always on, if I've got my ring switch off and I've got it set to control with ring switch, she's not going to tell me the answer. She should. So when, when it's always on, it, she'll always give you the answer when it's the control. Uh, con- Control with ring switch. If I have the ring switch off, would it just print it on screen and won't say anything? Correct. That's hmm. my understanding. 
I'm, oh, I could be wrong, but I'm almost Let's see. positive. Let's see if we change it. Siri will silence all audio feedback when you set the ring switch to silent. You continue to hear Siri beep and provide voice feedback when using Hey S Lady mm-hmm. or when you connected to a Bluetooth device, headphones, or CarPlay. Well, wait a minute. What's the difference then, Dave? What does that mean? Yeah, because then I look at hands-free only. It says Siri will only beep and provide voice feedback when you are using the Hey S Lady or connected to a Bluetooth device, headphones, or CarPlay. So, you know, like I'm using my AirPods right now. Uh, it probably only works when the AirPods are, are connected. Hmm. Uh, whereas always on will provide voice feedback even when everything is turned off. So this is like, she's not going to talk to you as long as you didn't say, Hey S lady. So why is she talking to me at all? If I didn't say, Hey S lady. Well, that's the thing. You have to also turn that on when you go in and have to turn on Hey, Hey S lady too. So um, I'll have to double check that. Hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird one. Requires some experimenting, I think. I never, literally never went into there. See, call me crazy. (laughs) You just poke Uh, all the buttons, don't you? I do. So here's, okay. So uh, yeah, it's, as it says, it says Siri talks to you, even when your device switch ringers at the silent. And then if you're not sure how, if it's set or not, then you just have to make sure. Yeah. That's all it says. As far as uh, any of the um, support articles is Mm. is just, always on unless you have the ring switch off yeah uh, or control. So, yeah it's, i would so, think it's, having it on would be a good thing because it in general oh, yeah. i mean i don't get a lot of false alarms do you get a lot of false alarms like yeah, a podcast or anything i never do uh just home pod <laughs> no yeah. it's just <laughs> more than anything um so and then uh the other thing too is uh, uh you you choose your information where it says my information that would of course be you uh and that those are set in there as far as Syria and search um, and then you have Siri. What is that for? Why does Siri um, search need to know who I am? Well, you know, whenever, whenever you ask her for something and she, she says, that's okay, David. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't think that's what it is. Cause uh, that, mine says Allison and Steve Sheridan. And I don't think she says, maybe, uh, maybe it's just for, just for the purposes of um, a, uh, uh, it's like she uh, knows where I am. Maybe it's part of where I am. Cause it, maybe that's my, cause that's that for contact. That right. contact has my home address in it. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's why it says my information. <laughs> you would think it would so, just naturally be controlled by you know how in contacts you can set a, a card to be you. Right. Correct. You would think it would just grab that. That's yeah, me, I right? I already told you that. Why do I got and I never had to set this, so maybe it is picking it up automatically. I think it picks it up automatically. You are you mm-hmm. are so um, series suggestions, do you use any of those suggestions? Because you have suggestions and you have short suggestions, shortcuts. No, and I don't understand this whole section. She's, every once in a while, she just offers me things and they're always really stupid. Like I texted Troy Shimkus uh, that I was going to be late. So for the next week, it kept saying, do you want to create a series shortcut to tra- tell Troy Shimkus you're going to be late? Like, yeah. No. I've never seen it come up with something that was something I would want to do again. Yeah, no, that's true. And I just did. I haven't used that very often at all. So there's suggestions and search suggestions and look up suggestions on lock screen. Right. So you all, you, you have the option to turn those off if you want to. But what, Um, but what's, what are these separate from, I guess I'm kind of confused. So, so it says suggestions. Suggestions, suggestions in apps or when you search, look up or 
look up and keyboard. Um, so is this to do with the, the, um, with, with the whole, uh, uh, automation thing only? I think, I think it's in this, you know, when, when it's the, it, it brings up suggestions. Um, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah. I haven't, I haven't explored that one as deeply as I should have. Okay. Um, yeah, but, maybe uh, we should have a play date and experiment with that to figure it out. I think we do. Yeah. Or do. <laughs> then, of course, it does utilize uh, shortcuts and it gives you suggested. When you go in here, there are some suggested shortcuts. So I've got, you know, like it says, call my wife or it says send a message to my friend. Um, you can, in theory, in search, uh, it gives you those options to create those in the shortcuts, which is a whole other whole topic by itself. <laughs> Well, here's a perfect example of a stupid shortcut. It's suggesting to me, I played an episode of a podcast. It wants mm-hmm. to know, do I want to make a shortcut to always play that episode of that podcast? That is so that right. episode, not that that episode. It's like, I already heard yep. it. <laughs> I want to play it every day because, you know, about the same time too would be great. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the other uh, the other thing that I just that I discovered uh, actually just recently, I did not realize it because I'd always like whenever I was would lose misplace, I should be the good word, um, my my iPad, iPhone, or my Apple Watch. Um, now, of course, on the watch it has the little ringer that you can ring your iPhone, so you can find where you laid your iPhone down. But using the find my device feature, the find my iPhone, I guess they call it the app, um, of course, you have the option to sign into the app itself, or you have the option to sign into iCloud and go to find my iPhone to find your device that way if, if it's really lost. But I also discovered that you in on HomePod, iPad, or iPhone, or even Apple Watch for that matter, you can ask, ask say, hey, S lady, to, to find, where is my iPad? Oh, it's nearby, oh. and then it sends, then it sends the ping. I, I, I didn't I've never used it for that. I, I use yeah. the watch to find my phone probably... 11 times a day <laughs> and you. half the time it's oh. on my desk, but it's a, there's a piece of paper sitting on top of it or something. I'm the same way. My phone's sitting under somewhere. I was like, where the heck can I do my phone? Oh, there it is. Uh, but that's, but that's good advice. If you don't have a watch again, if you have the watch, it's right there. It's real, real natural to do that. And, but you know what? I don't ever do it using Siri. I swipe up and I hit it. And it also does it on the Mac. If you don't know where your Mac is, you could t- say, Hey, where's my Mac? Really? I played Can it I on do my that app? right now? If you want to. I have to turn off notifications. People people may how need would to it, how would it Sorry. know? Yeah, you're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna light everything up. What do I ask her? So you say, hey yes, lady, where's my Mac? Well, how does it know which Mac to ping? I've got three of them. It would it would ask you. I only have one that's hooked up to my Hey Siri. Where's my Mac? I don't know it should either list. I'll tap you when I'm ready. I found two Macs nearby. Yeah. Which one? All right. I'll ping my MacBook Pro. <laughs> Sorry. I can't search the web. Shoot. She was still listening. <laughs> I needed to tap it. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, I did not, I was not aware of that. That, that was, that was one standout. That would be the, bad news if I didn't know where my Mac was. That would be It bad. doesn't tend to wander very much. No. But Especially cool. the Mac Mini. I mean, with, with it's just it's amazing how, how we're able to keep our keep tabs on our devices now. And Siri is just is a is a nice part of that piece there, of the, that part. There, yeah. uh, can't it also do something about your uh, AirPods if they're out of the case? I think yes. you can do that with Siri too, right? Yeah, I have not tried that. With, I can't do it. I'm using my AirPods right now, but um, oh, but, but you yeah. know, I'm going to do it. 
I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Right. I, I mean, if they're out of the case, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I like, think they have to be out of the case and I'm good about keeping mine in my case. Well, you could do it. It would just ping right in your ears real loud. Yeah. That's what I wanted to draw on my eardrums. Okay. Here we go. I'm, I've got my AirPods open. Let's see. Cover your, your microphone's ears. Cover, micro cover your ears. Don't hey, let Siri, it hear. Where are my AirPods? She's looking. You have two sets of AirPods, both called Podfeet's AirPods. I can't tell if either one is nearby. You can check the location of your devices on iCloud.com or in the Find My iPhone app. There you go. No, I didn't have them completely out. Can I try one more time? Is this entertaining or really bad? This is very entertaining. Okay, so they're out now. Now, I said, where are? Let me try find this time. Hey, Siri. Where are my iPods? Ah, shoot. Hang on. Start over. And I am going to say, they're in our hands. I want a controlled experience. Yeah, they're in your hand, moron. Hey, Siri, <laughs> where are my AirPods? Mm -hmm. Okay, this time my phone picked it up after all my bragging that it's always the, uh, the, <laughs> but the phone is too stupid. Sorry, pod feet. Something's wrong. Please try uh -oh. again. That was awesome. <laughs> Something's wrong. Oh, we, never well. said, we never said it was foolproof, but um, yep. yeah, at least they've expanded that, which is kind of cool. Because I was always logging into the app anytime I'd be really freaking. Yeah, I leave, my, I leave my iPad at work. Where is it? Oh my god! I uh, I left my phone at the gym or my iPad at the gym, and I used the app, and it showed that it was still at the gym. So I jumped in my car and I raced over there. And they searched everywhere and they could not find it. Actually, on my way there, they kept searching and I kept pinging it, going ping, 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 ping. And they kept looking for it. And uh, and they said, no, it's not here. And I said, look, I can see it on a map. It's in here in this section of the building. And they finally, somebody had put it in a safe and it was a soundproof safe. So they opened the safe up and it's going ping, 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 ping. Gosh. Just like the story I had told many, many episodes ago about my friend who dropped his phone um, from a roller coaster and oh, went all the yeah. way down to the ground and he thought it was gone for good, but it was still on and it was still pinging. So he was able to ping it. And then the next day when they went down where it's not allowed for anybody to go to, they found it. So it wow. Was, I, Do I, have I video get, on, I hope. What's that? Did they have the, was he recording video when it happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would have been funny too. So yeah, but that was, that was a great story. It was one of my, my, my coworkers in Cleveland that. Uh, wow. Did, I love it. That's so, excellent. That but anyway, let's move on a little bit. Uh, I, you know, I guess I guess spend a whole hour just talking about Siri, but I wanted to kind of break it up and give some different topics here. Um, in the accessibility area, um, there are so many different features that are available from the iPhone and iPad. I guess with, another, with this topic, we could do a whole other show too. Uh, and I, I, I've, uh, I'm reviewed, I reviewed a couple of these notable features for accessibility, and it does cover some of the things like vision, hearing, and even literacy. Um, the, the first place you can go for everyone is, is for, for settings is you just go into the settings uh, app and then go under general. Um, and when you go into general, there's, there's a choice down there called accessibility. So then you got all kinds of different things here that covers the different uh, accessibility needs uh, when it comes to vision, interaction, uh, hearing, and uh, hearing aid uh, compatibility and such. Um, uh, the first one that I use uh, really is the magnifier. And they, that, the magnifier actually now by default is turned on 
um, because people really found it to be very helpful. I'm assuming you've used the Magfire many times before. Yes, before I had cataract surgery. Yes, that's right. I don't have to use it anymore. But yeah, oh, godsend. You want to read a medicine bottle? Oh, it's awesome. There was a label on it. <laughs> yeah. So that's one for sure you you, you would definitely want to turn on. Um, so, you, so hold on. When you talk about turning it on, if you turn it on, it's going to turn it on. What I think you might be talking about is the accessibility shortcut. Is that what you're yes. talking about now? So turn on. Have, uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So you have to scroll to the very, very bottom of accessibility and there's accessibility right. shortcut. And uh, if once you set more than one thing, triple clicking the side button or the home button, depending on your type of device, will bring up right. the things that are in this list. Correct. So the, the triple click, the triple click, uh, the side button for, and then, and then, and it, uh, you can actually, it does have buttons where you can change the order. It looks like, is that, can you do that? Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you uh, one that I got from uh, Marianne, Dr. Marianne Gary. Um, oh, yeah. She said one of the problems she had was uh, when she, uh, at night, she wanted to be able to have her phone screen darker, but not always be doing the darkness, you know, the auto brightness and all that, because it would always be too bright when it first started. Uh, reduce white point is one that actually just, it, hmm. it isn't just dimming the screen, but it's reducing the white point. And oh, she wow. finds that one to be a lot more pleasing. And she just uses it for being able to read in bed at night and not blind herself when she turns the phone on. Sure, sure. Um, but but that, that, that one in itself, and I, you're right, that's the first thing I do is I go down and set it, and my accessibility shortcut is the magnifier because I'm always yeah. using it. Triple yep. click, it comes up. Oh, I can read this label now. Oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> instead of taking a picture of it, because I, I would do that all the time, and then then do it a zoom. But then when the cool thing is the magnifier. Is, story about that because yeah. it actually will fold into the next one. My friend Kiran and I were on a business trip, and uh, Kiran was the same level I was, but I was fifty four at the time, and he was like twenty three. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> professor or Doctor Kiran Nolan, by the way, has a PhD in like grid computing or some nonsense. Anyway. Uh, it was the two of us and three uh, directors. And so all of us were well over 50, well in advance of 50 years old. And he's this young whippersnapper. And they bring us our menus to dinner. And it's really dim in the restaurant. And every single one of us pulls out our phones. We're either doing a, uh, the flashlight to light up the, the, the thing or we're doing the magnifier. And I am not kidding you. My friend Kieran leans over to me and he puts his hand gently on my arm and says, Oh, honey, would you like me to get you some mashed potatoes? I bet they could put some nice peas in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Kieran comes back in a story later. I, I definitely want to tell. But uh, yeah. really. um, so uh, the other other th uh, features of that, that kind of stood out to me is the uh, the changing of the text size because some people have difficulty reading it. And, and I've seen many people have had the text size very large. And, and it yeah. Helps them to see and that's that's understandable and, and you can go in there under larger text you can turn that on or off or you can bold the text too if you wanted to um and uh other things that maybe helps people maybe uh, maybe not like the motion of the uh, of the display you can turn off uh, turn on the reduced motion so it's not as as moving it might affect people that way uh and that that's just there's so many others that we could really go through here um the uh the other one was the speech and voiceover um do you have that turned on at all? So I do. Um, I do a lot of uh, testing of when I when I'm doing an app uh, review. I will usually try to remember to go into the app with Voiceover on, and I spend a lot of time teaching myself how to use Voiceover. I'm oh. 
maybe a low intermediate. Nah, I'm exaggerating. I'm I'm a I'm better than the bunny slope, but a little just a little bit higher than that on using voiceover on the phone. On the Mac, I'm definitely bunny slope. Uh, mm -hmm. But if I go in and right away I run into everything's an image and it's not labeled and there's no buttons or yeah. they've labeled the buttons with the word button, like the worst thing in the world is to see accessibility button button because it'll tell you it's a button. You don't need to put yeah. the word button. It's like somebody tried, but they did a bad job. Anyway, if I find problems right away, then I can say, I don't think this app is accessible. If, it's, if I'm successful, that doesn't mean it's accessible, if that makes any sense. So yeah, I keep that available to me in case I need to uh, to you know test an app for somebody. But if you oh, really want to learn about all of the access accessibility features, um, go to iosaccessbook.com and I'll put that link in Dave's show notes. Uh, it, that's written by Shelley Brisbane and it's a great yep. manual to walk through and buy all of the. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, and learn all of the. Uh, uh, voiceover and everything you ever want to know about accessibility on there. Yeah. I, I just purchased it the other day. Did you? Uh, oh, good. Preparation of this, uh, of this show, of this uh, show. So it's a really good book and you can buy it through the, uh, the, uh, the bookstore through the Apple bookstore. Yeah. You can also buy it directly yeah. from her if you want. That works directly too. Directly from her website too. She's got, we'll have that in the show notes, but yeah, it's a great book and she just updated it in, I guess it was December uh, for iOS 12. Oh, good, good. So can I tell my story? Oh, of course. If you couldn't tell, I was already telling stories. So no. um, the same guy, Kieran Nolan, uh, called me up or emailed me because his father-in-law had a very, very sudden loss of sight, just like overnight lost uh, uh, the most of his sight. And it took us a while to get together. It took us a couple of months before we could get a time where I could go meet him and see if there's anything I could do to help. And I was a little worried because the whole family seemed to think, oh, Allison's going to come and save the day. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, I just know a couple of tricks. But the things, it, first of all, it was really good to go there and see him in person because I went to his house where he sat in his chair at his computer, at his kitchen, at his table, had his devices with him. And a, a whole lot of things came out about uh, in meeting him. First of all, is that he's uh, got profound hearing loss as well. And mm -hmm. that made things a lot more interesting. And the thing I fixed for him the, the most was he had the kind of fancy uh, Bluetooth hearing aids that you can use with the iPhone to hear. So I think it's called, it's, it's got a funny name in accessibility, um, uh, but if you, it, it's like, it's called hearing or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I can't remember. The, the problem is it's got two different names and that's why I'm stumbling over this. But if you add it, uh, you can add it to your, uh, what is the thing called that you swipe down from the upper right on an iPhone 10 and above? Oh, the, uh, uh, the, the control, the control, control center. center. Yeah. So it, it gives you a little bit of an ear. And if you, if you hit that ear, the, uh, it starts sending anything the iPhone hears to your headphones. So okay. I, I turned this on for him and I put it in the middle of the kitchen table where his family was in a circle. So his daughter was there and his wife and his son-in-law and me. And all of a sudden he goes, oh my gosh, I can hear Carrie. Carrie's his daughter, and she's got a very soft voice. She kind of mumbles. It's at a frequency he has not heard in years. And he was just like the grin on his face. He was so happy. I didn't go there to help him with his hearing at all. But that one thing that I knew was really was life-changing for him. And the whole family was just like beside themselves. Uh, and he also, uh, I heard later, he was able to order uh, in a restaurant because of it. Because he oh, put it where he could hear what the waitress was saying to him. 
And so that was that was uh, really good. But one of the things I, I helped with a lot of the other stuff with um, the zoom, or the magnifier, like you you talked about. Right, uh, right. But the last thing I did was I bought him a copy of Shelley's book of iOS okay. Access for All. And uh, so yeah, he, and he's a he's a reader. He right away brought it up in Apple Books, and he had the font real big, and he just started reading. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna leave him alone now. He's he's all over it. So yeah, I'm gonna anyway. I'm gonna really read this book. We'll I'll, we'll give her a shout out. It's a, it's a great book, and I want to read through it. I want to be uh, and even though I may not need a lot of the accessibility stuff, I I still like to be aware of it because you know, people ask. Yeah, me you never know when someone needs your help. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, one time so. I had somebody who was just like, why is my phone talking to me? <laughs> And somehow voiceover had gotten turned on. I was like, click, click. Okay, it's fixed. It's like, you're a magician. Yeah. <laughs> we all like that feeling, right? So I, I think we talked about that. Uh, this was, uh, didn't we talk about that on Chit Chat Across Pond? We might have. But the, we may uh, have. I repeat uh, myself a lot, Dave. I've, that's okay. It's been a long time. It's, it's, it's a good refresher to understand these things. So, Did you have anything else about accessibility you wanted to uh, yeah, touch on? That's probably enough. Yeah, I think I think we're we're pretty good here. I just do this. twelve shows on that alone. We could, we could. And I figured don't want, don't want, don't want people to get overly uh, crazy listening to some of this stuff. But it would, I think you 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 enjoy what we talked about today. One of the things I wanted to touch on, we haven't started advertising it, is Mac stock. Um, uh, you and I. Oh, are it's both a terrible people. conference. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's the, fifth, it's, the, it's the fifth year. Did you have you speak? Did you speak all five years? Yes, Before I did. You did so as well as I did. So oh, four. I don't know if I've been accepted yet. The five. Yeah, I don't. I kind of know. We don't Maybe. know. Yeah. We never know. Well, I. I don't think you will. Either one of you will. In either one of us will have a problem with that. Um, but uh, I wanted to tell people a little bit about Max Stock. We talked about it, of course, at great length last year. It's uh, there's 150 days left until the conference. I believe it. It is is scheduled for July 27th and 28th. Um, what, isn't it great? I mean, just the networking we, alone we do, right? It is the best meet, thing in the world. It is. You and the, I got to meet there. That's how that's how it all started for me. So, yeah, yeah. So if people don't know much about it, it's uh, it's an interesting format. One of my favorite things is it's everybody's in the same room at the same time uh, for the for the main stage. Um, I kind of wish it was always like that through the whole conference because whatever session I pick, I'm sure the other one was probably better. You know, <laughs> I've got yeah. FOMO, something fierce. I'm I'm convinced the other the other speaker must have been better. Whatever, uh, but you. <laughs> the speakers do a 20 minute speech that explains kind of a a top level of what they're going to talk about. And then the deeper dive session, that's I think 40 minutes long that, and then that goes into breakout sessions. Uh, But that gives you a chance to actually ask people questions and, you know, really dig in. And the thing that uh, uh, Mike does really well is the guy that that runs Backstock, Mike Potter. The thing that he does really well is he leaves adequate time for breaks. So you have time to talk to people. So you go to a deep dive session and invariably it, it might not be the speaker that you you really want to talk to afterwards. It might be, you know, Sally asked that really quite interesting question of Kelly Gamont when she was talking about text expander. Let me go right. find out what she's doing. And all of a sudden you've got a friend for life because she's a geek. You're a geek. You're going to go yeah. talk to her. You're going to end up on uh, on a podcast with somebody. You know, the, the friends you make there are friends you're just going to keep having. Um, I can't get rid of Dave. I mean, geez, just oh follows God. me around. I just can't get rid of him. Oh yeah. It's, it's, uh, and this really was is the godson of what this podcast started with. I mean, when I decided to create this podcast and you guys, I mean, I still remember you and you, and I Chuck Joyner asking the question, why aren't you doing a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. It was, so, it was just born to podcast. Somebody just, he just didn't get the memo when everybody else did. <laughs> 
two episodes later, here I am. Uh, so, but it, but it, yeah, I can't believe it. 52 episodes. Yeah. That's awesome. It seems, like, seems like yesterday. Um, so uh, go to the website. We'll have it in the show notes. So the easiest one to remember is maxstock2019.com. It, uh, it's, it's a bargain right now. I mean, he's got some, we've got some great rates of the two day weekend pass is $179 and it's a limited time early birds pricing and includes, uh, you, you get, uh, you, you get lunch both days. You get, uh, you get to hang out with good. Food is pretty awesome. Yeah. Surprisingly now. Mm, uh, brownies. Yeah. The brownies are good. And, uh, you get to hang out with Barry Falk with the, and the Midwest Mac mingle. Barry's the, you know, the greatest guy in the world. Uh, and he, he does, uh, he's got evening events between the, the Saturday and the Sunday. And we can, uh, I can't wait to see that. And the other cool thing is um, David Sparks is going to be there and do his 500th episode of Mac Power Users. So oh, wow. That's cool. Is it, yeah. Mike Schmidt's going to be with him? I I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I think, I think it's Stephen Hackett's with him. Oh, Stephen actually, Hackett's with him. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. He does, uh, he does another show with Mike. Yeah. He, um, and in fact, they're actually, I'm, I'm really bummed. I was, I had a ticket and I'm ready to go. They were having uh, they had a show coming up, uh, here this weekend in Chicago, uh, because I think they're in for the, the law, uh, uh, meeting of oh, some sort. Yeah. yeah. So, and they were having, they're going to have a meetup and, yeah, I got to go to a wedding. <laughs> so oh, I'm sad. I was going to miss it. I, but I wanted to be there. Uh, but it's it's absolutely a, a great, amazing event. And like you said, we everybody's so friendly. We, we had such a blast. I got to meet you guys and I got friends for life now. And uh, and you can make more when you get there. If you haven't been there, uh, you, can, you can be making some friends too. So uh, come check it out. Oh, and, and one other thing. A lot of people yeah. will find that they like Steve Sheridan better than me. So there's that. You get to meet Steve. <laughs> Steve's Steve's a great guy. He definitely is. I still have my picture of him and I together when we first met, and we were at Barry's. Uh, oh, neat! Backyard, if you remember that from God, that's five, that's four years ago. Now. Four years ago? Yeah, it's crazy. Time time flies when you're having fun here. I tell you, it is. I mean, it, we. I, mean, I think we're downplaying the instructional level of what you of yeah, what you. Really talk about that part. You know, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the well, sessions are really high quality. There's a lot of yeah. great information. I've learned something every single time. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm a know-it-all, right? I think I know everything and I go there and I learn a ton of stuff. So, uh, it's, it's great fun and a lot of knowledge. Yeah. We're, we're fanboys and girls here, aren't we? We are. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, we'll make sure Mike knows we we brought it up too. <laughs> so, uh, uh, with that, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about before we uh, wrap it up here? Well, can I plug my shows? Yes. Please tell us about you and how people can find you and your shows because they are great shows. Like he said, you can find everything at podfeet.com. There's kind of four shows live right now. Um, The NoSillaCast is a technology geek podcast with an ever so slight Mac bias or Apple bias, depending on the the century you're listening in. That's changed over time. Um, That's kind of a gadget review. I do a lot of stories and tech things. We do interviews. Uh, We're finishing up the last of the CES interviews. Steve does video recordings of those, and then we do them as audio on the show too. Um, And then I've got a, a... two shows that that are both under the Chit Chat Across the Pond moniker. One is Chit Chat Across the Pond Light. And uh, Light in my world would include things like Donald Burr was on a couple of weeks ago to talk yeah. about um, how to build your own 3D printer. That's what's considered light on my show. Uh, Dave Hamilton is <laughs> going to be on next week to, oh, or this week to talk about mesh routers. That is also a light show. 
the uh, the heavier show is uh, called Programming by Stealth, and that's where Bart Bouchats out of Ireland has been teaching us to program, starting with HTML and the stealth parties he snuck up on us. You know, HTML is all easy, and then you learn a little CSS, you make it look pretty, and then before you knew it, we were into uh, uh, JavaScript and jQuery, and uh, and now we circled around. We've done some Bootstrap. I mean, it's it's really really fun, but that's a that's a heavy lifting episode, so uh, it's but it's a lot of fun. I, I'm just, I really look forward to it every week, but I got to warn you, there's homework. We have 72 episodes of that so far. I was on, and I was on it too at one point too. Yeah. 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 You are, on, you are on light episodes. Light episodes, right? Yeah. No, I'm not the, uh, no, I'm no, no one near what Bart does, but Bart does some great stuff and it's such a great show. And you have, you have such a, you have such a great audience and I, I really appreciate uh, everything you do. So oh, they are, they are the reason I do it. That is absolutely the case. They, they just yeah. rock. So everything good starts with podfeed.com. Join our Slack group at podfeed.com slash Slack. And that's probably enough plugging of all my stuff. No, great stuff. All right, well, then that's a wrap. Uh, please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitch Radio, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Or better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Again, thank you, Allison, so much for being here. Thanks for, for being here, or thanks for having me here, and I will see you at MaxDoc. Yes, we'll see you at MaxDoc, and thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.